Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Good morning, hope you're very well. It's uh, it's the Jason Manford show, cracky, and um, I'm, I'm I'm shattered. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> absolutely shattered. Why is more than normal? Um, I went. To, I took my kids to Legoland yesterday. Oh, d- is it true that it's really expensive? To Mate, go? I mean, I'm glad you said that because I thought, am I being tight? It's over fifty quid I had for an it adult. It's ridiculous, pal. I bet you know you can get a season ticket. Yes, I've heard this. And but that's that what, sounds a bit I mean, much, doesn't it? I've got to, I, mean, I don't know if you do it twice in a year, to be honest. No. We did it, we nailed it in the day and we were like, fine. Um, also, for older kids, there's not much no. there, you know. We, um, But yeah, and the, like we, we got this um, Q-Bot uh, thing where you can uh, essentially get to the front of any queue, you know, you pay extra, whatever. To get. Right. But the top one, I mean, we got the £25 one, but... Even that felt excessive. The top one, 90 quid. To to get to the front of every ride. Hang on, but so 25 quid only gets you to the front of some rides. It sort of, it, it, it times it, essentially. So you sort of, it goes, right, you can go it's on that ride. It's a con, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> i got to say, when it comes to um, theme parks, and I'm going to put it out there, I think the North win. Um, Alton yeah. Towers. Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Fort Park, uh, after it had its makeover back in the sort of right. uh, early 2000s, <laughs> I actually know about that for some reason. That... <laughs> uh, it, 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 it did sort of catch up. Okay. Yeah. And if it... you get in early, we used to get yeah, there crack got, a door. Got right? to get there first. And you'd run, you'd run around, get a go on everything first, mm. and then it would start getting busy. It's, it's, it's what you find important, isn't it? Like I must say, now I get more excited about. Uh, how close my parking space was to the front. <laughs> like, no matter what roller coaster I go on, when I come home, I think, what a parking space. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, um, no, it was a good, you know, it was a fun day out, but crikey, yeah. Just, Is there rides? Um, I don't understand. I've never been to Lego. Oh, I see, Land. right. Yeah, loads of rides. Right. Low, okay. I mean, and so it's my, not just loads of Lego. It's not just, it's not loads of Lego. It's not just like it's just wall to wall bricks and you've got to build stuff. <laughs> you know, you go to the loo and you're like, oh, crack, really? Yeah. Build a toilet. Of course, where a dad has to run through it with no stock socks <laughs> no on. shoes on, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, and for my little my little ones, they loved it because they can go on everything. You know, that's the problem when you when you take kids to theme parks is, that, you know, like hundred and four, you know, hundred and forty centimeters yeah, high or yeah. whatever. You're like, I don't I don't know what that is. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to try and measure your kids at home and stuff. So and I imagine there's guilt of leaving them off the ride so there's you a, can go on it. Yeah, it's a lot of that. You're like, well, I've got a. Hold the coats, love. You know that's that's there's a bit of that going on. Um, but um, no, a fun day out. But crack, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I I did think. This is this does seem. I mean, they are expensive naturally, aren't they? Theme parks, yeah. but um, we we done the. You know, we'd got the picnic. We took the picnic. That saved us. Yeah, yeah. That saved us a, a few quid. What's the cafe like there? There's always oh, plenty to. There's plenty on offer, Carl. Is it very Lots. expensive as well? Yeah, it? I mean, you know, sort of three times the, the, the price of McDonald's with half the quality. Yeah. You know, and that's saying something. Uh, so, but you know, it was it was it was a fun fun day. I feel like very much like I'm being a moany dad because <laughs> all day I was like. How much? You know, my kids are going. Can we have this? Can we have this? I was like, nope, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I also got, I also got in trouble at one point um, on, in the queues for one of the rides because my kids know I've got like a silly sense of humour. So we're in the queue, and my kids are like watching the roller coaster going round and getting a bit nervous. And so I go, I said to my oldest, you know, my girls are my big girls are nine, you know, and uh, my little boy, my boy's seven. We're in this in the queue for this ride, and I said. Um, I said, you're right. They were like, oh, she's a bit nervous. I said, look, I actually Googled this before, researched it. Only three children have died on this ride in the last 12 months. 
Just a silly joke. Yeah. That my, I thought my, ki- my kids are like, oh, Dad. But, of course, there are other people in the queue uh, that I'd not... Other parents. Other parents, yeah. And I got a bit of a telling off from her. An official or just... Uh, in a sort of, like, this kid was, like, <laughs> wide-eyed oh. and... Mummy! <laughs> Getting told off as an adult by another adult is one of the worst things that you can have. It's so happen. weird, Me isn't and it? my friend went to watch... Um, what's Rod- is it Rodriguez? Well, no, what's the guy that's searching for Sugar Man? Oh, yes, I know about? who you mean. I can't think of his name. A couple yeah. of years ago, we went to see him at the Royal Albert Hall. Yes. And we were just... Because it's, it's a music gig, but because yeah. it's a Royal Albert Hall, you are sitting sat, down. Yeah. We were just chatting and having a beer during it. And just after about two, three songs, a woman turned around and literally went, shh. You are ruining this for everyone. Wow, everyone. There's 5,000 people in that room. But we, honestly, you know, you you suddenly revert to being like a nine-year-old. I know. It goes right through you. Oh, right to to the core of you. Couldn't enjoy it for the rest of the show. No, ruined, ruined. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford. Carl Donnelly is here. Hello. Uh, Heading to Edinburgh Festival this August, so make sure you uh, catch up with him. I'll give you more details about his show. Later on in the show, we've got James and George Ezra on the way very shortly as well. Uh, a couple of Southerners texting in saying <laughs> I'm wrong about the, uh, the when it comes to the theme park, best theme park. What are they saying? Well, Not Chesington, don't say that. Is that no good? That's a load of rubbish. <laughs> they used to, I used to go there quite a lot because this is my local. Right. My local. <laughs> but, Your local, uh, yeah. Uh, I remember the Bubble Works was one that we were too old to go in, but we right. used to go in it just to cause... Mm, Havoc. Yes, of course. Well, that's, that's part of being a kid, isn't it? Johnny says, uh, who's Charlotte's, Charlotte's dad, who's age three, he says, uh, Jason, the south is Peppa Pig world, about as southern as you can get. It's down near Southampton. Uh, so steady on with the northern bragging fella. Okay. I mean, I, again, I've been to Peppa Pig world. It's a decent day out. Uh, Have you ever been to Aberdeen? There used to be a theme park in Aberdeen. It was in, almost in the city centre. Just like made out of granite. Yeah, and it was oh, the I most yes, bleak out of roller coaster. <laughs> yes, I have it was been. The worst. It's still there, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's sort of like a yeah. Like obviously on the coast, you get a lot of you know I wouldn't call them theme parks, you know, but no. uh, a few rides and that fairground. But, yeah, fairground, but they just. I don't know. I, I get worried. I get worried about anything that looks like. If I hurt myself, are these going to be here tomorrow? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you, they look like they've just knocked it up in the afternoon, and but and also a city centre theme park just sounds weird. It's yes. got to be on the outskirts of an, an area. It's got to be a satellite <laughs> town. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I'm going to put it. I'm just going to put it out there. I mean, Thorn Park, Thorn Park. I've got to be honest. I've not been for about fifteen years. It's, well, it was good uh, after the after the refit. They've got a Darren Brown. Um, Right there now, haven't they? Yeah, Darren Brown's Ghost Train, which opened in uh, 2016. So that, I reckon that'll probably be good. I remember going to Chesington uh, when they first had Ramesses Revenge open. It was the talk of the South East. Yeah, I bet. Me and my mates were there. Day one, quality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drayton Manor up in Staffordshire. Brilliant. Never been. Top day out. This is where I think... I mean, and I'm counting Staffordshire as the north, by the way. Right. I'm I'm having that. We're including that in our one. So we'll go one all there. Okay. Drayton Manor versus Thorpe Park, right? That's absolutely fine. Um, where else would we go? Chesington World of Adventures. I mean, I've not been in a long time. Last time I went, they were really they were rebranding it for a much younger. They've got a Gruffalo Riverboat. Okay. I mean, that sounds pretty good to be that fair. That sounds quite good. Um, I don't know. I mean, we used to when I was a kid, we used to have Camelot. That was in Lancashire, and now it's like 
the theme park time forgot. Like you drive past it sometimes on the motorway. It's like it looks like something from a like Coney Island. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> uh, but that used that was that was pretty good back in the day. Old Camelot, um, Alton Towers, I think is the best one. That's See, I've the, never that's been. The which is sad. Yeah, it's it's well worth a well worth a day out. I don't think you can include. I mean, I, I love Polton's Park. It's for little ones. Uh, that's the that's the old uh, Peppa Pig world. That is pretty good, and they've got a Lost Kingdom with dinosaurs and that, and not real ones. <laughs> um, but then you have got Blackpool, 125 rides and attractions. I think ah, I just think the North wins. And yeah. if anybody wants to disagree with me, I'm, I'm happy to hear from you. Jason. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Have you seen James live? No. Oh my God, what a show! They've... I've heard actually. They've always like talked about it in those I terms. Re- yeah, I think they're right up there. I think when it comes to a live show, Coldplay actually, who I'm not, you know, they're not in my top ten. You know what I mean? I'm a bit yeah. like, but I went to see. My, my kids were into them. And I took them to see. What a live show they put on! Obviously, who's the alternative to that? Is there anyone you've loved and you've seen them live and gone a bit like, mm, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul Weller was. A, I mean, oh, really? you know, he was great, but he just, he just, he just looked like he didn't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's getting on a bit. I think he? he was just a bit like, <sighs> okay, fine, let's just, let's just rattle through this one more time, <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, yeah. What about you? What about live? Have you seen live? But you've just uh, blown you away. Well, my favourite live band ever was. Um, it was Shane McGowan and the Popes when I first started seeing mm. them, but then the Pogues reformed. I used right. to go and see him every year at Brixton Academy for the Christmas show. Oh, lovely, and every yeah. year, part of you was thinking, "Well, this is his last yes. tour." No, he's just and not. he just kept getting better and better. Now he looks all right. Yeah, he sort of come through it. <laughs> yeah, really pulled his pulled his socks up and he got in, into his fifties. Yeah, um, I better start settling down. But that was a that's a live gig. I mean, I've been to proper rock gigs and I've never been in a mosh pit scarier than you know a thousand drunk Irish blokes. In Brixton yes. Academy. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Oh, it's fun, but it's, you know you've got your life in your hands. <laughs> this could be my last year. <laughs> Never mind, it came out of it looking like Shane McGowan. <laughs> uh, Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. If you want to say hello, it'd be lovely to hear from you. Uh, we have been chatting uh, about uh, the theme parks. There's a slight north-south divide. You asked an interesting question about why there's no new ones. Why? Yeah. Why is nobody? Built a new theme park. Is it? Is it? Is it not worth it? Is it not? There's no money yeah, in it. It'd be nice to have a new away day for the year, wouldn't it? Yeah, I must say, when Blackpool were in the Premier League, that's a that was a cracking away day. Yeah, and we were very lucky. I remember the the one time we played them, four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. It was that kickoff. Oh. So we went that we just went down Pleasure Beach for the day. It's nice, isn't it? I can't wait. I'm there at the Blackpool uh, the Blackpool Comedy Festival uh, on the 10th, 11th, and 12th of uh, May. So coming up next weekend, in fact. And uh, we've got a great weekend of comedy uh, booked in. And in the day, it's got to be done. Yeah. Have you done, what, have you done Blackpool? I've not done Blackpool, but oh, I was just saying that's why. Like, so if Bristol come up from uh, through the playoffs, uh, then that'd be a nice away day, isn't it? Weekend, yeah, nice Bristol's in Bristol. Great. It's a lovely city. It's a beautiful city. It's mean, not how you should base your, uh, you know, what teams you want to come up and down. No, no, but it's, it's good enough reason as any. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's why I'd be sad to see uh, Brighton if, if Brighton went down because yeah. that's a, that's a lovely city. Um, yeah, you, but you shouldn't. But at the same time, you are. <laughs> you got to think about the you gotta attractions. Think, you got to think about these things. The vegan options. I always have to <laughs> contemplate. Yeah, well, you certainly get in a vegan menu oh, when you get down to Brighton. I mean, Brighton, you? yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, that's the biggest loss to the Premier League for <laughs> vegans ever. <laughs> 
Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. Uh, we just got one in from uh, Tim in Nassington. It says, "Jay, uh, but far and the best live band, uh, Rage Against the Machines or oh, Guns okay. and Roses." Yeah, well, I would expect that. Yeah, I would expect that that, that to be a, that to be the case. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Uh, hope you are very well this morning. If you're up and about, let us know what has dragged you out of bed. It'd be nice to hear from you. Eight twelve fifteen on the text. If you uh, want to defend your uh, north or southern uh, theme park, bit, that'd be nice to hear from you. It's Scot- Scotland and Wales, is there any? No, other than that, that Aberdeen, one up in Aberdeen. One. Um, uh, Craig in Nottingham says, "Hey, up, Jason. Gulliver's Kingdom in Matlock, a theme park built on a big hill. Yeah, I mean. I've got to say, I didn't include." Gulliver's Kingdom. There's no. one in Warrington as well, and again, it, it's seen better days. Yeah. Well, we meant off just off uh, there. We were talking about Fright Nights. Oh, which the Fright Nights. They are excellent. good. Alton so Towers do a scary. cracking one. But yeah, th- I mean, that's one thing. Thought Park. Yeah, they. So you recommend that, do you? I do actually. Yeah. I mean, I went to that as a grown up, and <laughs> I'm a you know I'm I don't I, I like horror films yeah. and all that, but I I was so scared. Really. Led led round a maze, and you, even though they're just out of work actors jumping out of you, <laughs> it's still terrifying. For that yeah. night. <laughs> Yeah. But you, you, it's, you just buy into I know. it. I've got quite a good. I'm good at dispending belief. Yes, me too. I get. Uh, there's one at Blackpool, um, the Passage del Terror, I think it's called, and uh, you know, and you go through different horror film sets. So there's like the The Exorcist, and then there's oh. the Chainsaw Massacre and all that. And um, yeah, like, but because part of me is like, oh, they're they're actors, you know. But I also know how highly strung and volatile actors are. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> they haven't had an audition in a yeah, while. So part of me is thinking, if one of these actors snaps. We're, uh-huh. we're we're done. The fun one about that one is you at the end the, the guy f- uh, from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre chases you with oh. rrr, 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 and he chases and you run out ooh, and into into a pub where everyone's just sat there having oh, a pint. That's good. And they've all been watching you on a big screen. She's <laughs> <which is> hilarious. <laughs> I feel bad for people that can't dispend belief and just. Uh, yeah. Got, you, know, you might know him. There's a comedian called Trevor Crook. Yes. Trevor yes. Trevor says he can't get scared or enjoy horror films. Because in his mind, constantly, he knows there's just somebody holding the camera. Oh, that's and sad. And it takes away from any reality. Yeah, that is a bit sad. It's just, yeah. Don't you do a podcast with uh, Trevor? We do, but it's on a, a hiatus. Right. Um, Chris, who's the other member now, lives in LA. Oh, of course so, he does. Uh, but it's good fun. It's, um, Unbelievable. It's us trying to get Trevor to be a modern man. Yeah, so what's, give that a little plug so people can... It's do... called Babysitting Trevor. And yeah. it's me and my friend Chris Martin, not from Coldplay. Not him, um, or the, or And the other Trevor one. Crook is a sort of an older Australian... I mean, quite a blokey yes, old Australian comedian. Right, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, he's not exactly cut out for the modern world. So we make him do things like yoga and life drawing and right. document his response. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah, it's good fun. That, that sounds great. Uh, if you're open about this one, give us a call if you want. 033 1213 That'd be nice uh, to come on, on air. We've been talking about theme parks in a big way. What about the camera on the on the roller coaster? Do you ever oh, yeah. try and time that right? We used to, because we used to go to um, Chesington a lot before it sort of, you know, lost its edge. <laughs> And uh, and we on the vampire ride knew exactly where the camera was um, just yes. from repeat goings. And we used to nail proper down the lens is my oh, favourite. That's a great one, isn't it? At, like and totally serious the straight face. No, Maybe straight face. Just straight face. Just like just sitting on a bus. Yeah, I, I quite like that. Like a, just a normal face. As uh, all around you, everyone's screaming. Yes, as well. that is a good one. The best experience. Well, not the best. experience, was a horrendous experience. But the best photo was on the Blackpool big one, where a guy. Um, just got a nosebleed at the top <laughs> of the ride. 
and uh, and he was at the front of the of the roller coaster, oh. and so the the pictures. I actually ended up buying three of the pictures. I wasn't even in them. <laughs> I just bought them because they're just the different stages of this guy's blood just oh. everywhere. And that there was, was their realization as the people behind yeah, saw it. It was like, "That's not raining. It's blood." <laughs> yeah, it was. Pr- that was pretty horrendous, I must say. But uh, a, you know, great photo. <laughs> they were like, "Why are you buying that photo? You're not even in them." I was like, "This is comedy gold, mate. Absolute comedy gold." Jason Manford. Good morning. Hope you're very well. It's the Jason Manford Show. Carl Donnelly is here. Hi. He's found the official... Well, we're going to say the official top ten, I think it's fair to say. I found a website called themeparktourist.com that gives its rundown on the top ten UK theme parks. So here we go. In at number ten is Lightwater Valley. Never heard of it. It's uh, Yorkshire. It's got the second longest roller coaster in the world. Which mm. I don't. I mean, that, doesn't mean it's going to be great. No, but like, that sounds good though, because that's, that's the most annoying thing. That you queue for forty-five minutes and it's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In this a one minute. goes on for three and a half hours. <laughs> it's actually just a train ride to London. Um, <laughs> Paulton's Park. Park is number nine. Okay, I'll go with that because they've got the two. They've got the Peppa Pig World. They've got the the dinosaur. I'm, I'm having that. Oakwood Theme Park number eight. Ne- again, never heard of it. No, but it says many people won't have heard of Oakwood. Well, um, I agree. Yeah. It's hidden away in the southwest corner of Wales. Oh. Okay. Um, Drayton Manor, number seven. Yeah, totally up there. Well Chesington, up there. number six. Mm, interesting that that beats Drayton. Flamingo Land in at number five. I mean, that's, I've got to say, <laughs> that ruins the list for me. If you, I mean, I'd rather go to Digger World. <laughs> I mean, that's, I'd like to go to Digger, Digger World. Digger World's well. a bit of a laugh. Flamingo Land, that is not, you wouldn't, in, I don't know, I'm not having that. Um, it did have a massive expansion in 2002. Oh, okay, maybe it's fair enough then. Thought Park, number four. Yeah. Legoland, number three. I mean, it's a good day out, yeah. Uh, Alton Towers, number two. <sighs> and in at number one, Blackpool, yeah. Leisure Beach. There you go, you see the north kills it yeah, there. it does. Yeah, yeah I'm having that. Uh, we've also got Anna on the line this morning. Anna, good morning. Uh, good morning, you are right. I'm really well, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, where are you calling from? Um... Wallasey. Wallasey, very nice. Okay, so you also experienced the Passage de Terra in oh, Blackpool. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was, yes. It Tell was me about 14 it. years ago. I was on my Hindu, and it was one of them, you know, we, there was four of us, group of girls. Mm. We'd sort of split off, and it was like, oh, come on, if, if we don't do it, we'll regret it. Yeah. And we did it, and we really regretted it. Yeah, it's terrifying, <laughs> isn't it? It's so terrifying, and you go, uh, well, we went into, like, fight or flight, and the thoughts <laughs> that were going through my head, like, we're in flip-flops, I'm thinking, well, if I lose one of them, it's gone. I'm not, I'm, there's no way I'm stopping to pick yeah, it off. that's gone. And the, the, you're told very, very clearly when you go in there that the actors can't touch you and you can't touch them, but mm. you believe it. <laughs> no, of course not. What if this is the one get, time, you think? Uh, yeah, and if you were a psychopath, you'd get a job there. That is <laughs> That correct. is true, yeah. of course. What a perfect cover. Perfect, perfect <laughs> yeah, because it's it dark was, in no, there. We did not enjoy it. It was like we were jumpy for the rest of the day. We were... <laughs> Ruined the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I mean, if you, if you, I'm not into horror, so I don't, I don't know why I did it. I've no. no idea why I did it. We were just, I think we were on a high from the adrenaline high or something. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it. It'll be a laugh. The and then national. just sat in the pub afterwards, just drink shaking <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> not fun. Not fun at all. <laughs> Thanks, Anna. Oh, hi, see you. See you, love. Bye. There you go. Imagine well, how angry your mates would be if you went, I'm having my stag do at Chesington. 
<laughs> I think my mates would be all right now. I think I've got to an age where the, they roll their eyes if I say, well, you know, if someone said, oh, we're going out, it's a big, you know, it's a big night in a big city, yeah. Friday night at a nightclub, they'd be like, oh, God, you're joking, aren't you? You can't just go to cottage yeah. with a hot tub. We have been chatting for for an hour about theme parks. <laughs> Amazing! That if we managed to spread it that far, like we're eight years old. <laughs> you asked the question before about why there's been no new theme parks. Listen to this. That's to something that sounds amazing at first, yeah, and then quickly gets less amazing. Right? Build as the UK's answer to Disneyland. Yes, you're in. I'm in. You're in. That wears me ticket. The London resort, to be sited in North Kent, uh, was originally meant to be inspired by the films of Paramount Pictures, the Hollywood film studio, uh, which is over that way, isn't it? It's over... Uh, well, it's not Kent, but it's over... Uh, P- P- Pinewood, oh, is it, Pinewood, that way? Yeah, over on West London, that way. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, they, they make... You know, Mission Impossible's been there, Star Trek, The Godfather, yeah, yeah. that sort of level. Paramount pulled out of the £3.2 oh. billion pound project last year. But the developers have since signed agreements with Ardman Animation, BBC Worldwide and ITV. Oh, I mean, it's still got potential. Ken Barlow's bumper cars. <laughs> I'm a celeb River Rapids. The Jeremy Kyle experience. These are just a few of the attractions visitors could get to try at the new ITV-inspired theme park after developers of the multi-billion pound project signed a deal with the ITV studios. Uh, they make a range of hits, of course. Love Island, Coronation Street, What Would Your Kid Do? Uh, but the focus of the deal is understood to be uh, the Thunderbirds of Go series. Which, that's, that's all right. I take yeah, a ride yeah. of the Thunderbirds. Uh, due to open in 2024. Ooh. Crack, it takes a while, doesn't it? To, I think they're using the same builders they were doing our extension. Uh, the London Resort will feature two parks set over 215 hectares, which is, is, is no a lot, I think. no idea what is that. I don't know how well, In brackets, is. it says 535 acres. That's that again. Again. Yeah. I don't know. Plus a 3,500 hotel, uh, room hotel. 50 rides and attractions based on popular films and TV shows are planned for the park, which is hoped could attract 50,000 visitors a day. A day? A day! That is a bold That's claim. That's a bold claim from ITV. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll go, though. Yeah. I'll certainly mean, give it a test. better shows to sort of make rides. I'd like, I'd like to see a chase um, ride. Yeah, that'd be good. I love the chase. I love the chase also. Yeah, what, what TV shows could make good rides? I'd be into that. Where real music matters. Hope you're very well this morning. It's the Jason Manford Show. Carl Donnelly is here, very funny comedian, heading to Edinburgh this year. Uh, He'll be there at the Edinburgh Festival this August, and uh, you can get uh, tickets for him on your website, I presume. Uh, Yeah, it's on the Ed Fringe website. Ed Fringe website. Funny business. Uh, It's eligible for the Friends two-for-one discount, it says here, which I think is in the first few days. Uh, And uh, are you there for the whole of... You'll be there for the whole of it, won't you? You're a... a festival guy. I've been there. It's my. This is my eleventh in a row. Wow! Solo shows. That's impressive. Eleven hours of. I was going to say top draw. There's <laughs> probably been a few dips over them. Over them eleven years. Uh, find out more at uh, carldonnelly.co.uk or follow him on Twitter uh, at Carl Donnelly. Uh, my text this morning is eight twelve fifty. If you want to say hello, uh, we we've we were chatting earlier on about. Um, uh, about theme parks. And yesterday when I was at Legoland, um, I told you before this happened where I'd done a little joke with my kids. If you're just tuning in, this is 
essentially what happened. I, me and my kids have got, you know, we've got a sense of humour, as you'd imagine, yeah. from kids of a comic. And when we were queuing up for one of the, the big uh, roller coaster there, my kids were, you know, nervous as it was whizzing past. And I said, as a little joke, in the, in the queue, um, guys, don't worry, I googled this, and only three children have died in the last year. <laughs> And obviously, my kids get it. It's a funny joke. Yeah. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, I did it all day. We did it on every single ride, <laughs> you know, to a point where they were, you know, they were doing it back, you know. Yeah. And uh, and it was a lot of fun. But of course, what I forgot with my loud, boomy voice is that there are other people, and more importantly, yeah. children <laughs> around. <laughs> and I did, there was a moment where uh, um, they, you know, one of the parents did. Um, sort of look at me and yeah, give me a little yeah. look and uh, you know and sort of said to their child he's joking he's just being a silly man was there a, 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 a exact silly phrase man. Yes. he's just being a silly man oh, passive sort of, aggressive yeah so it gave me like a dirty look really um, so we're talking this morning about being told off as an adult <laughs> from another adult or maybe another child, but maybe a child. But being told off by an adult uh, when you're an adult, it's, yeah. it's not, there's something that just cuts you right it's down. It's so unnatural, isn't it? Yes. But it, just, yeah, but it, it takes just... you right back yeah. to being a child. Yeah. I've not been fully shouted at, but you just, I've had a few no. stern words. Because obviously me. driving is one. You know, that's where you'd lose all... But it's sort of... It's an unwritten rule, isn't it, driving, that you just... I don't know, because you're protected by yeah, metal definitely. and glass and speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you <laughs> can sort of just say, <laughs> shout and scream at anyone. I mean, things yeah. you wouldn't say if you were walking. No. Somebody overtook you on the pavement, you wouldn't call them a fat get, would you? You know what I mean? No, no, somebody's no. in a car, you know. Yeah. The worst just... is when you sort of shout it and then, like, the lights go red and you've just got to pull up next yes. to Yes. And just, just sort of, and it, you've probably they've probably not heard it, but you yeah, know, there is still that you you're aware of it, and you're yeah. just now right next to them. There is a joy though, isn't it, when it happens the other way around, and they, you know, and you sort of sigh, like they've they've overtook you, for example, yeah, yeah. when there was no need to, you know, <laughs> causing danger, and then the traffic lights change ahead, oh, and, and you just get to sidle up next to them, and, and you also it. That, you get to sarcastically go, "Well, that got that got you yeah. far, didn't it, mate?" That's my favourite thing <laughs> to say it. to another driver. Passive aggressive side eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Have you been told off by an adult as an adult? Okay, it might, it might be somebody might be somebody you know, might be a stranger. That's the worst, when it's a stranger. Yeah, definitely. You know. Uh, Anita messaged before. Uh, she said, I've been told off by an adult who, uh, has, who has mistaken me for a child. <laughs> Um, it happens a lot. Uh, she's, you know, she's only dinky. Uh, best one was when a community support officer stopped me and asked me why I wasn't in school. I said, "Well, I'm 31." <laughs> bit, bit weird. <laughs> There's a one from Lauren. I don't know if you saw this. This is, mm. this is amazing. She got told off by Roy Keane. Wow! In the Lowry Cinema for talking when he got in the lift with her. Wow! I mean, because that's a next level getting told. It's being told off by a normal adult. Yes. <laughs> then it's being told off by Roy Keane. Roy Keane, the angriest man. On the planet. I mean, he takes the joy out of football. Well, yeah. But, but, for, but also for talking in a lift. Is that a rule? I don't, I'm not aware if you're not allowed to talk in lifts. Is well, it? it says here, I think it says, he got talking, for talking, then he got in the lift with us. So it was like a double whammy. I think he, I think oh, he told them off. that's the worst. In the screen, which oh. is fair enough. I'm on Roy's side there. Yeah. But then the awkwardness of sharing a lift. 
Right. Yeah, With the big like, man. I, 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 yeah, afterwards. I'll understand that. Having to have a go at someone in a cinema, I've, I've done that. I've, I've, had had to do, I've, I've had to have a few quiet words. I did it at the theatre the other day, in fact. Really? At the National Theatre. <laughs> um, was you? Someone was, was, was filming oh. the shot, the thing. <laughs> And I'm not bothered if it's for her own records. I'm not. I'm not fussed. But I know from being on stage, it's off-putting. Um, but it was more just the fact it was so bright. Yeah. And it was just it was spoiling it. I said, "Oi, pack that in." So I actually told another adult. <laughs> but and at the National Theatre, when everybody talks, oh, it was very good, wasn't it? I liked the way they did that. Yeah, yeah. It's all very like that. And everyone would have been too polite to tell them. Everyone was so polite. So you, yeah. You took. But I just brought over the yeah. team. Oi. Pack it in, <laughs> which is a phrase never uttered at the National Theatre. No, uh, but yeah, that was. Uh, I'm I'm happy to give us someone a telling off in the dark. Yeah. In fact, I did I did it last night. This is disgusting, but I did this last night when we got back uh, from Legoland, uh, and we were over in Twickenham. And um, as we're coming into the uh, into the house there, there'd been a, a massive rugby game on at the at the, at the rugby ground there at Twickenham, and a guy just was weeing in the street. Oh. It was like the Army versus Navy rugby yeah, match. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the levels <laughs> of testosterone <laughs> in the town? And, can you uh, imagine the amount of pol- pastel polo shirts <laughs> knocking around Twickenham <laughs> that day? And yeah, he just walked... I mean, it was it was seven o'clock oh. in the evening and I'd just only 30 seconds before brought the kids in. Yeah, unacceptable. I said, that, hey, mate, that was disgusting. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Hammered. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're chatting about being told off by an adult. As an adult. Oh, it's gross. I had it? a weird thing that happened to me uh, in. This is not the. This, this sentence gets said a lot. Um, I had a weird thing that happened to me in Amsterdam a couple of weeks ago. Um, <laughs> but not for those reasons. Uh, so we were at this. Um, it was quite a nice hotel, the Hoxton Hotel. They've got one here in London. It's quite hipstery. Yeah. And, it's a boutique uh, hotel. Yes, it is yeah, a bit. Yeah. And it's all, you know, like open brickwork and, you know, pipes and yeah. that sort of thing. You know, but massive light bulbs. Huge light bulbs. <laughs> no one light fixture the same as another. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's all sort of... It's not, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was nice. It was nice. And the staff were nice enough. And um, one of them, like... Uh, just quite cool, you know, quite yeah. cool place. Not very, we very much stood out, and uh, we went down for uh, went down for breakfast um, on the morning, uh, the Saturday morning. Right. So this is what happened. It's ten to eleven. Hear me out. Ten to eleven. Breakfast finishes at eleven o'clock. So I'm that guy. Yeah. We had a late night, and we're and we're going for breakfast at the very death. You know, yeah, yeah. ten to eleven. Um, we get there, get the breakfast menu. I order the, I can't pronounce it, the Hevos Vancheros or whatever oh, it is, yeah, the, yeah, the Mexican yeah. breakfast, flatbread, avocado, chorizo, whatever it is, right? We've gone for that. Quarter past 11, 25 minutes later, the waiter comes back over. I'm really sorry, sir, there's no, uh, fl- there's no flatbreads. I said, what? He said, well, you can't have that one because there's no flatbreads. I was like, that was 25 minutes ago. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expecting my breakfast by now. Why am I only just finding out? Yeah. I said, okay, took it on the chin, because I'm a big guy. I know there's bigger problems in the world. So I said, okay, can I have a look at the menu again then, and I'll pick something else. Comes over, lunch menu. Oh. I said, what's this? He says, lunch menu, it's lunch now after 11. I said, what? Sounds like Sean Connery. Yes, I don't know why he talks like this. (laughs) I don't don't know how do Dutch people talk. I think think it's it's roughly like that. And he goes, uh, he says, yeah, it's lunch now. I said, but... I don't want lunch. I'm not having beetroot hummus. I want I want eggs, man. Yeah. I said, look, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I just want 
breakfast. So he said, well, it's lunch. It's lunch now. I said, but I, I was here before. Yeah, you got in before the cutoff. I got in before. It's not my fault. There was no yeah, flatbreads, yeah. and I, I was I wasn't losing it, but I was I was getting a bit irate. I said, just what? I just want breakfast, mate. I just want breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we went off. He spoke to the chef, and then he came back. He said, the chef said you can have breakfast, <laughs> like it was a treat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, all Could right. Could you not have had your huevos rancheros on another bread? On a different bread, we'll yeah. Just have it on a bit of sourdough. Absolutely, would have been fine, but that wasn't an option. wasn't an offer. Yeah. Anyway, he comes back with the with the breakfast menu, and he says, "Here you are, sir. It's the breakfast menu." I said, "Thank you." He went. He said, "In future, there's no need to be so mean about it." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That's no a nice to... way of being yeah. told off, though. Isn't there's it? no need to be so mean. About... I forgot hipsters have got feelings. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I went to a coffee shop in Melbourne where mm. I just got back from and uh, it was it was the most hipster bear, you know brickwork yeah, yeah. well I ordered a coffee and it came in a brandy glass oh no stop it now <laughs> stop it I just couldn't believe it no it's gone too far I mean that is why yeah that's that's way above you know your chopping board plate yeah or even like when you get your chips in a little shopping trolley yes that's what, yes I had uh, a, I had a Sunday dinner on a shovel Oh, come on. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I was like, what's this? For what hand? Well, how long was the handle? No, they sort of chopped the handle off. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just like sticking out the side. <laughs> it was just the metal bit of a yeah, shovel. Yeah. I was like, right. come on, mate. Nah. We like plates for a reason. Yeah. They've been popular for a long time. Let's get back to plates. This is Jason Manford. This is matters. James in uh, Maidstone was uh, texting. He says, Jason, I often turn into the annoying adult telling other adults off uh, when I police the parent and child spaces at supermarkets. Uh, give them a proper telling off if there's no child present. What's the... Oh, what, in the parking? In the yeah, parking. I, can, I can understand that. It's a tough one, isn't it, with that? Because I know, f- you know, they are there. For, uh, there's no legal obligation for the no. child. Does and, the child have to be present? Well, this is the thing. I saw. I remember when my wife was pregnant, using that, using yeah. the, using this. She was properly like, you know, about to go. Yeah. Eight and a half months, massive. So obviously, just parking there, you got wider spaces between cars. Yeah. yeah. You can get out, and that's, you know, she's tottering around, and um, you know, you could. I could see someone looking over. Yeah. Going, well, it's not ready. It's, like, got, it's got to be the other side of the belly. Yeah. Before it counts. <laughs> before it counts. Yeah. Yeah. The ch- and also, what happens if you go to a supermarket at eleven o'clock at night? Yeah. What what what's the situation with the spaces then? I, f- I say, I think there should be a time zone. A curfew. On. Yeah. I think yeah. time zone on parent uh, baby spots uh, where you go right after nine. Uh, they're just a normal spot now. Yeah, because you shouldn't have your kids out. Of that they time. should they should not be at the supermarket at that time. Yeah. So I think that's fair enough. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen uh, is the next. Um at Haven. Somebody messages. Uh, we uh, let our three year old go down the big water slide, knowing he'd love it and be fine, uh, but equally knowing that he could not swim unaided for 25 metres, <laughs> as was the requirement of the slide. Uh, the moment he shot out the bottom and we caught him, the whistle went and we were hailed, uh, hauled out of the pool, very humiliating, standing in our cosies, being given a, a telling off by someone at least 20 years younger than us. And we also couldn't argue because he was absolutely right. Yeah. That's, that's the worst. Right. Yeah, exactly. When you're definitely wrong as well. Yeah, well, that's what, when, yeah, when I got told off at that concert back in the day, like, I mean, that, mm. they, they, you can't say, well, we've done nothing wrong, because we, we are talking yeah. in some seats. There's a few people been told off at concerts, isn't there? 
Well, there was um, I, I, this one, Daniel. Oh, was it? No, where was there? Was um, Ali? Was, yes. Um, was forcibly. This is great. Uh, the choice of song is the reason it's good. Um, she was <laughs> yes. forcibly removed from a Lionel Richie concert last yeah. year by militant stewards for dancing <laughs> too enthusiastically to Dancing on the Ceiling. How? I mean, you, how can you not? Even now in the studio, I'm, my shoulders are going. Yeah. Also, it's he, called Dancing exactly. on the Ceiling. He's set the bar pretty high. Anything less than the ceiling. <laughs> Isn't too much. It's fine. It's crazy. Yeah, that Miller, is mad. That is a. That was a steward who was resenting his. Work yeah, he's not. Allowed, he's had to watch the crowd instead yeah. of Lionel. That is. That is crazy. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Your um, Edinburgh show's got quite a dark title. <laughs> I, know, I, was, I didn't know if we were allowed to. Well, I mean, say it out you, loud. I think within the context of a comedy show and it, the irony of it, yeah. uh, I think that's fine. Uh, we, we're mostly adults. Uh, Shall we all just kill ourselves? Is uh, at um, <laughs> there's the heroes at the Spiegel Yurt, uh, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year. Um, essentially, Carl has travelled uh, the world uh, trying every self-help technique there is to be a, a good person in the modern yes. age and is now contemplating the point of it all uh, and wondering whether he should start some sort of death cult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's sort of about... Uh, the, the title was about that sort of um, contrariness of yes. people. Any time you try and do anything good, people just play devil's advocate and yes. point out. You know, you, you sort of recycle, and you know, like, well, there's no point in that, you've got an iPhone or... Yeah. yeah everyone picks holes in I know. anything you try and like, do. Oh, good. right, you're trying to be a vegan, are you? Well, avocados yeah. uh, actually take more. What an Because ele- I looked at electric cars recently. We were trying to replace our car. Yeah, yeah. I looked at electric cars. And uh, my brother gave it. Yeah, but by the time they've made one of those electric <laughs> cars in the factory, yeah. uh, it takes like 150 years before it. You know, yeah. oh god, what's the point? Well, exactly. So, so that's, that, the, that's the whole show. That makes is that. sense. Should yes. we all just kill ourselves? Yeah, that's the idea. That's the sort of because that's the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, of course. I understand what you're saying, right. and it is hard to be a good person. Yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, that's the thing. It annoys me when people sort of use those excuses to not even try. <laughs> yes. might, so you shouldn't just give up yeah. trying because ultimately it's quite difficult to not have some negative impact on the world. Yeah, we are. We are. Neg- humans are generally negative impacts on the on the world yeah. because that's just that's, that's, that's we what consume our, stuff. That's Every, animal... the moment, yeah, the moment you're born, you start consuming yeah. stuff, don't you? But yeah, you're right. You should you should at least try. Yeah. I mean, I bash. I dabble. I did a I did veganuary. Oh, that's you nice. know, and I, I I found it an absolute breeze. I've got to say, I didn't find it a problem at all. But I do like you know. I, I'm honest. I'm an honest meat eater. Yeah. I go. I always say. I will never win a moral argument with a vegetarian or a vegan. I know you win on yeah. that when it comes to cruelty and comes to you know consumerism and all that sort of stuff. So I have to just look myself in the mirror and go, you are a hypocrite, <laughs> but you like burgers and that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'd prefer that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The ones that try and sort of uh, claim a moral high ground, <laughs> yeah. of like, no, we're actually, um, we're like top of the food chain. Yeah. It's like, you're not me, are you? <laughs> you're not going hunting, are you? You're going to yeah. Tesco's. I can't remember who used to do it. It was a great line back in the day that uh, someone used to say, you know, vegetarians always say, um, well, you wouldn't uh, eat an animal if you had to hunt it yourself and he said well, yeah but I wouldn't eat a vegetable if I had to grow oh, it that was Matt Kirshen Matt Kirshen I remember that yeah. that was a great, a great gag yeah I mean it's exactly true though isn't it it's just it's not <laughs> it's laziness that's what's stopping absolutely. me absolutely <laughs> 
But yeah, I think people need to just be more honest about their I like intake. That. I like that. So you can see uh, Carl's show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year, this August, if you head up there. If you've never been, I've got to tell you, what a wonderful place to go. Yeah. So the whole town is just bubbling with and creativity. And 24 hours a day as well. It is full on. If you've never experienced it, you'll have never had a holiday like it. Good morning. Hope you're having a lovely Sunday. Very bright here in uh, central London. Nippy nice. though, isn't it? It's cold out there. Yeah. I've got to say, it was perfect uh, theme park weather. Oh, was it? Yeah, because it was lovely and bright like this. There was a couple of splashes of rain, but it just you know it kept a lot of people yeah, away, yeah. so it wasn't too busy. Rain, a rain at a theme park is a... It can be fun. I once mm. went on Ramesses Revenge at Chesington with it when it was a downpour. Nice. <laughs> I just added to the sort of excitement. <laughs> yeah, the danger. <laughs> Are you... Uh, this is always a, a bone of contention, I think, is um, when to do the water ride at a theme right. park in this country. Obviously, if you're in Florida, it doesn't matter. You, you're going to dry straight away. Yeah. But here, you've got soggy jeans for six hours. Yeah. Do you do it first thing and then hope to dry off? Or do you save it to the end of the day? Or are you one of those people who takes all the fun out of it by wearing a poncho? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a hard one. I think you've got to just give it, just sometimes surrender. Just go for it, set. yeah. Just yeah. go, look, this is the day we're having. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be wet throughout the day, I'm fine with that. We once um, went through the bubble works at Chesington and we threw my mate off the dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> so he came out the other side. Did you get told off by an adult? Oh, we absolutely. We, I mean, we were young at the time, so that's just fine when you get told off as a kid. Yes, that's fine, yeah. But to get told off by a stranger at any age of your life is hard. Yeah. Like yeah, but like if you get told off by another friend's parent, it's always that was always the worst. That is worse. You, you didn't know if they had the sort of jurisdiction to do it. You want yeah. to say to them, I don't think this is your. <laughs> You're out of your jurisdiction, <laughs> Mrs. Ennis. Yeah, yeah. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because I was a, I was quite a good kid everywhere else. I was I was a bit naughty at home. Yeah, but I was a delight uh, at other people's yeah. houses. So, and they would. They would say it to my parents. What a lovely, well-mannered boy. And I could see my parents' faces going, what? Oh. Like, who? I mean, I get it with my kids sometimes. You know, I'll get their school reports and I'll, re- I'll read the first few lines and be like, that's not my child. I don't, yeah, know, who yeah. this, I don't know who this is, but I want them. They, they sound amazing. Um, have you ever told off one of their friends? Um, no, I'm sort of like... I'm, I mean, I, I hardly tell off my own kids. Yeah. I'm, te- I'm a terrible parent in that respect like yeah. I just don't like confrontation also we're of a generation of parents now who who like to be liked so you know if yeah. you think about our parents you know my parents were uh, you know they would even say I'm not here to be your friend they would actually say those words <laughs> so out horrible. loud I'm not here to be your mate <laughs> it's, and it's true it's mean isn't I know. it but you you know you go on fair enough you just go fair enough you know deal yeah. with it um Whereas now it's hard when the person we love most in the world looks at us and thinks, I don't like, I don't like you telling yeah, me off. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I think it's hard, you know, that's the currency of the day, isn't it? Likes, you know, yeah. just even on a psychological level, like, 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 you know. Um, so yeah, I really struggle with discipline <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to telling my kids off. I'm terrible at it, really am. Uh, but being told off by uh, uh, an adult though is uh, is I'm, I'm loving some of these coming through this morning. Uh, Pauline Smith, who was sliding down the railings in the Barbican, <laughs> security guard told me off, and then had a word with my mum. I was 35. <laughs> <laughs> this one, somebody Danielle Thurlow, she said her mother shouted at her and her brother. 29 and 26 ages uh, to get out of the kitchen because the oven was on. 
Is that a thing? Well, it's dangerous, I guess, but is but, it a thing? Um, what if it's shut? Surely the oven was shut. Yeah, you'd hope so, wouldn't yeah. you? I think that's not. If you're an adult, I think it's fine to be in the kitchen when the oven's on. As long as, yeah, if it's lit. If you just got the gas on, lit no, as in really. oh, as in the old like because you know lit now oh, means like youth slang. It's youth slang, yeah. My I notice my kids are like, oh, this is lit. Oh, I'm like, oh no. god, I'm old. I don't know what <laughs> it means. <laughs> Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. Carl Donnelly's here. Hey. Uh, got a new show uh, heading up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh, make sure you uh, follow him on Twitter. Carl Donnelly is he's uh, very. Creative name. <laughs> I got in early doors. You did well there. Not, yeah. not Carl Donnelly one. No numbers, no dots. None of that, no underscores. Happy days. Um, I don't know if you've seen this show or whether you'd have been interested in it, but it was a fantastic show on ITV this uh, this week called Planet Child. And it was uh, a sort of about children around the world um, and how differently they're, they're sort of treated, essentially, and how much independence they're given yeah. in various places and and it was a real eye opener I've got to say for how we treat our children now in this you know sort of modern day in the, in the UK um you know there's a there was a Japanese child 6 years old off to primary school by themselves you know <laughs> Off How he goes, far was it, and though? he was like, you know, he was walking a mile. Then it was a bus. Then he was a train, and he's like, <laughs> they were talking to him. He's like laughing about it. He's like, yeah, one time I fell asleep, missed my stop, <laughs> I had to get back. I was like, you're six, mate. Yeah. And they do. They end up doing an experiment with some um, uh, British kids to see if they can get uh, through London. Uh, I mean, London's terrifying. At it is, 38, yeah. I must say. Uh, never mind seven, but uh, you know, it's spectacular. It was a really interesting show because I was sort of I watched it with my kids I was I was looking down the sofa thinking I wonder if you know which ones of these would survive yeah. you know how do like they? a hunted thing with them just drop them in the middle of a field maybe I will <laughs> tell them whoever gets home first <laughs> gets pudding <laughs> but I mean even some of the you know some of the facts that they were uh, coming out with um, th- a third of under fives have their own tablet oh their own tablet. I don't even have a tablet. I mean, you know, and I'm totally, gu- I'm totally guilty of that. I mean, do, we do a lot. Of, I mean, my excuses. We do a lot of travelling. Yeah. They don't <laughs> use them at home. I say to myself, as I know for a fact, one of them will probably be on theirs right now. You yeah. know, um, three. This is pretty sad. Uh, three quarters of children spend less time outdoors than prison inmates. Ooh. What's gone on there? Yeah. And probably doing uh, less exercise. Yeah, totally. You know, prison inmates, they get to go around the yard and do weights. <laughs> yeah. I always like, presume, I don't run, know if that's true. I think so, yeah. Run from the gangs. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot of running in, in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but I, I did sort of think, I was thinking back to when I was a kid, and I think, I, I think our parents were probably the last set of parents who... Um, because now, I mentioned earlier, you know, late, if you were born sort of late 70s, 80s, and then uh, as we got, carry on, we become this like post self esteem generation where we want to be liked, and it's hard to um, be disliked by the person you love the most in the world, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think back to some of the stuff our parents did. When I was a kid, I used to threaten to leave home three times a week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And two of those times, my dad would help me pack. Yeah. <laughs> well, I used to leave, I used to spend weekends away, like just at friends' house without sort of. Clearing it with my parents, I just disappear after school <laughs> on Friday, come back Sunday, and they wouldn't even know I'd been gone. But everything is so, you know, everything's organised now on WhatsApp groups and these play dates and Facebook chat groups and stuff with parents at school. So I was thinking about my kids. I thought I can't. There's a girl I know. I've seen her because we, when I walk down the road from the from the shops, she lives about five doors from us. We've been there for two years. Yeah. 
She's the same age as my daughters. Not once of... And I keep thinking, I must get my kids to just go knock on for her. Yeah. Just go knock on and see if she wants to play. My kids look at me like I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why don't you just go knock on at number 20 and just see if that little girl wants to play out? <laughs> They're like, are you, are you crazy? Whereas I was a kid, you know, on my road, if there was some kids that we didn't know, we didn't even need to like them. We just needed enough for football. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't yeah, that, it was just, just is there enough kids? Just befriend and add the nearest kid who looked around the same height as you. That's <laughs> what it was. Do. That's how you based your friend. Groups. Can you kick a ball? Come on. <laughs> Let's play. Yeah, I do I do slightly worry, but I must say this programme did make me think a little bit. Uh it did make me think, right, can, can I um, is there a different way of doing this, you know, this yeah, parenting yeah, yeah. malarkey, you know. And we do stuff, you know, we we did, we did some outdoor pursuits last week. That was outdoor pursuits. Yeah, it was a school trip. I oh, right. I'd sort of agreed to go and help the school. You know, as, a, you as an extra really happy Yeah, about it. as an extra set of hands like, you know. Oh yeah, no, I'll come and help and uh uh to come and help <laughs> help the teachers out with these uh, kids. Obviously it's other people's kids, isn't it? And they're Yeah. They're not yours, are they? But the problem is that outdoor pursuits are now competing with and an, an iPad, whatever, that's got everything in the world in it. I know, so yeah. it is, I understand the problem is like, yeah. how do you compete with like a, a million films? I know. Everything and, and, and games that take you to worlds and places that yeah. you could never even dream of. Yeah, my nephew, like, he's, he's um, nine and he plays Minecraft. Oh, yeah, I've heard of and this, he was, yeah. I watched him play it and I couldn't work out anything. He, no. He was building a house. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, nine, mate. You're going to be doing manual labour online. And, uh, but it was just, yeah, I was just like, this is a different world to the rubbish stuff we had as kids. But I did think back to those parenting decisions when when we were kids, like... There, there was definitely things our parents did that if they because the world has got a bit sort of softer in that respect yeah. that that if our parents did them now social services would be it's involved absolutely there'd be a fu- there'd be excuse me can we yeah, have a little yeah. chat where uh, you know we've heard that you've tried to help your son move house <laughs> <laughs> or even like <laughs> having, a, having a little a little drop of wine with dinner when you're like 12 yeah that's not now that's oh, not no. done is you'd it? be that'd be it next day they'd be, they'd be grashing you up at school <laughs> Matters. I was just telling you about my me and my mum bought me and my brother matching pellet guns, <laughs> but he was. What, uh, he, year, what year would this have been? Oh, this would have been. I reckon I was eight, maybe. So it would have been like nineteen ninety, right? And uh, and he was um, probably fifteen, and we, we were obviously it was exciting, but obviously you know we shouldn't have been trusted with it. No. And I remember him showing me his. It was a be- it was slightly better actually. It was more powerful. And then I, I gas powered. Yeah, it was a gas powered. It had a little gas canister in it. <laughs> and I said, "Can I have a go?" And he looked at me really coldly and just went, "Run." And I went, "What?" And he goes, "Run." <laughs> and I just knew what was going to happen. I started running away, and he just shot me in the back of the leg. And I cried for hours. Yeah, of course you did, because you just got shot, Carl. Yeah. And my mum sort of managed to not make that a thing that he did wrong. It was more, "Well, don't try and play with your brother's pellet gun." <laughs> it's like, it's not, <laughs> everything about that is wrong. Yeah, I mean, we used to. I remember on our road, uh, spud guns used to yeah. be the thing. You'd be coming. Can I get, can I get a potato, mum? Can I have a potato? And you'd <laughs> sounds like a wartime sort of sad Ken Loach <laughs> childhood. You would get potatoes and in, in shoot other kids with. Yeah, and they would. I mean, you'd take someone's eye out. Yeah, there was like, I mean, there was, do you remember what was, there was a, a catapult, there was a yes. famous one, do you remember it had like an arm? That's right, um, yeah. It was like a 
Black Widow or something. <laughs> and there was always one kid at school who had one. And it's just like, yeah, everyone was like, yeah, I'm going to go around his house at the weekend and play with his Black Widow. Because they, um, they, they, the, the sort of famous thing is, is Conkers, isn't it? They yeah, sort of, yeah. That's the modern day thing where they, you've got safety glasses on. and That was terrible. Like, you used to get whacked by a Conker. It was horrible. Oh, right, and it'd be like, obviously it's freezing cold as well because it's like autumn. It's like a freezing cold, your hands are freezing. <laughs> did you ever like, play whack! Did you ever play cards and, and do that thing, if you lost, you got wraps on the knuckles? Oh, wraps! Oh, it's the worst. Right, 12 wraps! <laughs> oh my so, God, what a horrible idea. We used to come home looking like we'd been in like bare knuckle <laughs> boxing matches. Yeah. It's gross. What a horrible, children are horrible. Yeah. Uh, we got some messages in. Uh, what from uh, Christina, who says, My cousin was uh, brought home from hospital as a newborn in a wicker Moses basket, just placed on the back seat of the car. Don't think cars even had seatbelts 40 years ago. Uh, when, my, when they got home, my uncle picked the basket up only for one of the handles to break, resulting in a newborn baby being tipped out, rolling onto a grassy curb. Oh. I mean, now, you, dr- you get that baby, they go in a, a car seat that has cost you over £100 that you've researched to within an inch of your life, they go in the car seat, is it back face, forward face, has it got all the things around, Isofix, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Uh, and then you drive home, four mile an hour, there's people walking past you because you're so terrified. <laughs> of, of the my mum pulled my arm out of my, of, of my socket, oh, the shoulder socket, but not in a bad way. No, it wasn't not, like a, abuse. It wasn't punishment. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, um, she was swinging me around oh, that and my happen, shoulder yeah. just popped out. Yeah. And I was it. only like five. That's banned now, she you can't took, do that. Yeah, I mean, that's quite right. Yeah. She took me to a hospital. They didn't ask any questions, they just popped it back in, I cried <laughs> no. and went home. There was no, like, did she do this on purpose? <laughs> now I think that would be question number one. I think it? you would be, yeah, can we just have a chat in private? Yeah. It would be one of them. And Michelle says, my older brother and sister spent part of their early childhood living in Germany in the late 70s due to their dad's job. My mum couldn't speak any German and wasn't interested in learning. One morning, she dropped them off at kindergarten. Oh, she'd learnt that. Uh, as usual, went home and about her business. Then, in the afternoon, went to collect them and they weren't there. The couple who lived opposite came out of the house with my brother and sister in tow to inform my mum that kindergarten wasn't open that day and she'd literally left two small children outside an empty building. <laughs> Luckily, they were kind enough to, f- to feed them and look after them for the entire day. Uh, my mum later confessed she had received a letter from the kindergarten uh, but couldn't read German, <laughs> so she shut it in the bin. Oh. That's impressive work. Jason. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. We're talking this morning about uh, those things that your parents used to do that now they would be in a lot, a lot of trouble for. A lot of um, messages coming in. This one's unbelievable. Because obviously smoking has changed, hasn't it? Yeah. The sort of rules on smoking, you know. My parents used to love a front seat smoke when I was in the back. windows up. Yeah. It's mad, It's cold out. Yeah, it's too cold out there. It's crazy, isn't it, when yeah. you think about it? It's gross. They must have. They must have gone. This can't be right. I mean, when you when your school uniform smelt of it, that's wrong. Oh yeah. We used. To, I mean, our ceiling was yellow. Yeah, I was. Yeah, my mum used to have to paint the walls every sort of two years, just <laughs> change them from years. yellow to white. So weird. So weird. Um, somebody messaged before actually just saying, my mum. I mean, this is on another level. My, it's not funny because it's so dark, but my mum used to blow cigarette smoke over me when she was changing my nappy to disguise the smell. <laughs> I mean, wow! Yeah, 
that's not good. I mean, again, she must have known. She must have known it wasn't good for... There's a reason it's all over 16. Yeah, exactly. And babies are not oh. like, here, put a fag in your mouth. <laughs> Crikey. We've got Rox on the line. Good morning, Rox. Morning. Morning. Where are you calling from? Um, Leicester. Leicester, lovely stuff. So, uh, what? what's your story? Uh, well... Oh. Sorry, Dave. Um, when um, she was little and they were sat around the dinner table, to stop any of their children, there were her and the two brothers, from putting her elbows on the table, he used to swing a carving knife around the table. <laughs> Your granddad would swing a carving <laughs> knife around the table? Yep, and it would stop you from leaning over the table with your elbows on there. I bet it um, did. I think you'd only do it once. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what? Swing it, but was it connected to something? No, it just these obviously his arm. Oh, is that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant like from a from the, hung it from the table. Like so he just like sort of threatened them with a knife. Get your elbows yeah, off the table. Basically, can you imagine nowadays where they've got the headphones on and things like that? I think he'd just be shaking his head, wouldn't he? Well, you'd certainly, they'd certainly be losing their iPad thumbs. <laughs> Crikey, Riley! Uh, thanks, Rox. Okay, bye. Uh, we've got Ingrid as well on the line. Ingrid, good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Where are you calling from? Oh, Bradford. Bradford, lovely. Okay, tell us your story. Okay, um, three kids in the back of a rover going to Blackpool with mum and granddad to see the lights. Classic. And then we saw the lights, brilliant. And then we put the seats down, and granddad had put a mattress in the back, and we all slept all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, I do remember moments like that as well. And weirdly, on my last tour, one of the things I said to my tour manager was, is there a way of buying like a van? And then in the back, just stick like a like a full just double bed in the What's back. What's the law on a uh, down something on about seat belts and oh. safety and what you know these political correctness gone mad. <laughs> but I need yeah. I need that's what I need. I need your granddad to be driving us on my tour. Ingrid. That'd be impressive. So just that's what you used to do, and you'd all have a kip on the back on the way back from Blackpool Lights. Yeah, just put the seats down, and then we all just got in the back and just went and slept all the way home. I mean, you know, where's the arm in that? And you're all right, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we were fine. Never yeah. did you any harm. It was an it was an exciting adventure. Of course it was. Oh, I think I think they should bring that back. The old uh, car bed. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Ingrid. Thank you. Have a lovely Sunday. That is it. That that is something, isn't it? I remember because obviously now it's one seat, one kid, isn't it? That's how it works. Right. I mean, when my dad used to pick us up from football, I mean the amount of yeah, kids yeah, yeah. he would get in the back of his Ford Escort. Yeah, he'd be like six on the back seat, captain lying across the lap, two in the passenger seat, one in the footwell, oh. two in the boot. And just like whoever's fastest, the boot open running alongside, sitting and hanging out the boot. Just, just... No, in the boot, it wasn't crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going up to Blackpool once, fully enough, on the on the most being in the passenger footwell of my granddad's car, and it was like an old, really crappy old car. And I lifted because I was on there for an hour. I lifted the foot mat up, and there was just a hole. I could see the road <laughs> underneath <laughs> Fred Flintstone's car. <laughs> Matters. Thanks for all your messages this morning uh, about our uh, terrible parents. <laughs> they were awful, weren't they? I've just seen one from somebody called Karen. It says, my dad drove half a mile to the village pub with me in a suitcase on the roof rack just for a giggle. <laughs> <laughs> just for a laugh. Just to see what would happen. Amazing. Uh, Mickey Sunderland, uh, morning gents. When we were little, we would go to the shop for sweets and our mum would send a note to pick up 20... Cigarettes yeah. as well. I remember that. My the local note. shop. My mum went to the local shop and basically showed me to them. And went, if I send him, he's buying cigarettes. 
So from like a very young age, I became like the sort of the community cigarette buyer for everyone. The guy <laughs> thought my mum was smoking 800 cigarettes a day. <laughs> Giving facts to 10-year-olds. Just no questions asked. Nah. Yeah, I remember, and ours was used, used to be able to buy singles. Yeah. Because, you know, my parents couldn't afford a full pack or whatever, so they'd go, just asking for three. <laughs> Imagine. Sounds just, like from The Godfather, <laughs> part two. It's just like a weird, a weird world we lived in. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've been chatting about, uh, about the things our parents used to... Crikey, how are we still here? How are we still alive? I know, Carl? that's what you... Yeah, I realise that sometimes. With, my um, goodness. my parents yeah. were so lackadaisical. Jenny message, she says, when I was about six and my sister was eight... We used to play a game where mum would drive down our road and we'd hold on to the outside of the car windows <laughs> to see how far we could hold on <laughs> and if we could get to our house. One time, I unfortunately couldn't hold on and the car ran over my leg. Ha ha, she puts. We lived down an unpaved bridleway. It was like a roller coaster when my mum put her foot down. I definitely oh. remember, I've definitely done a few trips on the bonnet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my dad had let me drive a little bit on I've, his knee. I hung off the back while wearing roller skates. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was good fun. Yeah, that's... that's, that's, a, that's we a, used to do the ice cream van. We used to sneak up behind oh, it yeah. set off and just hold on. Say, Mesky's, Mesky's, I was our local <laughs> ice cream, which used to hate it. Yeah. Get off the van! <laughs> um, Val from Hull. When my son was eight, I made him eat soap for swearing. He's now 25 and he's never did it again. I would never swore again. Never, never swore again. Soap. Yeah, he never eat soap again. But I remember that being a thing. That was very much a, I'll, I'll wash your mouth out yeah. with soap. And they meant it. Horrible, horrible thing to do. If anything, it made you want to swear more. Yeah, exactly. Why would you do that? Um, <laughs> this is a couple of crackers here. Uh, morning, guys. One of our jobs as kids was to cut kindling and firewood with a massive axe. <laughs> After we'd finished, my mum would lock us in the basement as a joke. <laughs> This is, I think this might be my favourite. My dad used to test if his square batteries were still working by telling us to stick out our tongues and put the batteries on them. <laughs> <laughs> How are we still alive? Joe Clapham, when I was a baby, my mum and dad used to leave our golden Labrador to babysit me in the hotel room while they went for dinner. <laughs> the dog's in charge. Dog's in charge, do what it says. There's one, yeah, we got. I, I read one uh, where somebody used to be at the park and their parents would send the Alsatian to pick them up. And it, the Alsatian was trained to just grab them by the back of the dress and just take them oh home. God, I love them. I love some of these. Absolutely. That was crackers. from Trudy Bellamy. There's a lot of people who got like left outside shops. Oh, this yeah, seems yeah. to have happened a lot. Um, my mum once left me outside the local shop because I used to steal all the penny sweets. I was asleep in my pram. She got home and my dad asked me where I was. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? Dave in uh, Chingford, my dad, used to fit gym equipment in schools. When I was a kid, he put the top of a horse box, the padded bit on a wood frame in the back of his Bedford van for us five kids to sit on when we went on holiday, then drive all the way to Clayton with no seatbelts on, just sort of sliding around the back. <laughs> How are we still on this earth with our parents and the things they got away with? Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Carl Donnelly uh, is in Edinburgh this year. Yeah. Make sure you go and see his show. Um, it's uh, you're on from the what from the second something like that. Yeah, second right through the month. I think I've got the thirteenth on. Right, Might don't come on the thirteenth. Round of golf. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> 
Do you play golf? I do a bit, actually. That is not a sport I would associate with you for some reason. No. I um, I just I started playing when I was young with a family friend. Right. Just so my parents could <laughs> ship me off out the weekend. Very strange phrase yeah. when you're out of context. I'm going to clip that. <laughs> started playing when he was young with a family friend. Um, uh, yeah, I've never... I try, I've tried a couple of times, but I just... Just can't get into it. At it's all. the hardest. It's it's a, totally a solo sport. It's all about you. Yeah. And, you know, it's just you against yourself. <laughs> right. It's like sort of, it's a meditation, really. I just don't. I, just, I think if I said to my wife now, I'm thinking about taking up golf, she'd say no. Nope. You know, it's dying out a lot. Like um, a lot of golf clubs are struggling because middle-aged men then um, midlife crisis is now cycling. It used to oh, be golf. Course, now yes. they all wear lycra and ride around Sussex. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. No, I, I won't be doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> I've got time. I've got time to do these things with children. When they when they've all left and stuff, I'll, I'll find something to do. But maybe I'll mix the two. Maybe I'll do cycling, golf, <laughs> just the two together. Like polo. Like, <laughs> hey, we're onto something I there. So. Foot golf. I've done foot golf a couple of times. Yeah. Have you played that? No. That's good. Just where you just kick a kick a big ball like across a, a golf, pit, golf urban, pitch. Urban golf is one they used to do around Soho, where you'd hit a, like a hacky sack around to oh. different pubs. It's a okay, bit silly, isn't it? that's very Soho. Yeah, that's like the hipster version of golf. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, have a great time in Cheers, uh, Edinburgh. Thanks for coming in. Always no a pleasure. Uh, you can follow Carl on Twitter at uh, at Carl Donnelly. Have a lovely week, and I will see you live from Manchester next Sunday morning at eight o'clock on Absolute Radio. Jason, Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio, Manford. where real music matters.